Welcome to the Nearly Coherent Podcast. I'm Ed, and joining me, a man so beautiful that if you look at him without, like, that thing that you can look at an eclipse with, your eyes literally burn out of your skull. It's actually impressive. That's the that's the only reason we record this remotely, is this is the only way that I can look at his beauty unaided. The Mr. Snuffleupagus to my big bird. It's my buddy Jeff. Jeff, how are you? Fucking great. I'm, I'm soaring right now from that introduction. You know what's funny? Almost every time. Now, I can't remember the last time that I introduced myself on this podcast. It, it's like been season three. Dude, it's been a long time ago. <laughs> I will tell you every single time I almost say, and I'm Jeff, like you would think I have not introduced myself more times than I have, and I still can't get it, but I am doing very well, sir. How about you? I'm doing just delightful. Dude, I'm drinking a little apple juice uh, while we're recording. uh, So two things. First off. Yeah. Very proud of us for sticking to the bi-weekly recording schedule. Granted, this is literally the first time. So, <laughs> but we're 100%. Second You're... of all, what kind of apple juice brand? It's a little Apple and Eve. It's a good one. It's a very tasty. That is a very good tasty one. little boy. You know what, though? I'm thinking about it. I can't think of an apple juice that I don't like. And I may just not, but even like the juicy juice one that barely tastes like anything. I even like that. I think apple juice is just a solid and occasionally underrated juice. I do think it's an underrated juice. Orange juice gets a lot of love. Yeah, and rightfully so. Yeah, orange juice gets a lot of love. Apple juice doesn't get enough. I will tell you, my favorite apple juice... Yeah, hit me. Martinelli's? I was about to say that one. Hold up. Hold up, you ready? ready? Yeah, I'm always ready. You know what I'm keeping my coins in now? Washed out wow. Martinelli's cider jug. That's a good looking jug. Does that what does that jug have like a handle up at the neck? It doesn't. It is just a, like a little. Wow, it's just a that's just a straight up little hot belly ass jug. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's great. Nice, a real well good done. cider too. By the way, I would oh, imagine. Martin. Love Martinelli's. Those little those the little glass bottles are hard to find. They are. They are hard to find, but god damn it, they are delicious. If I see one, it's mine. I bought it. It's done. Yeah, if I'm at, if I'm somewhere and they have that, I am getting that 100% of the time. I can't say that about all brands of apple juice, but Martinelli's, mm, I'm in. It's delicious. It's beautiful. It's it's what the cool kids go for. That and heroin. So just choose do you want how you want to hang out with the cool kids. <laughs> it's I don't even know what to I don't even know what to say to that. We just compared Martinelli's apple juice to heroin. I, I was thinking about like being being old and yeah. how just watching you or hearing you describe the apple juice where I'm like, man, I really want some apple juice. And I'm like, how fucking old and boring am I that I want to get some apple juice? Like I'm dying for it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's weird, right? Yeah, it it is a little weird. You know, we're we're old, weird people. By the way, uh, I saw a tweet a couple of days ago where somebody was retweeting somebody making a podcast comment, and they're like, this is why all white men think that every thought they had on a toilet is worth podcasting. And I just want to say that here, they are. Every thought we have while pooping, A-plus material. That is literally what this whole podcast is. Yeah. It's you come up with something on the toilet, text it to the other person. Then when we get on, we just start talking about it and see where it's going to go. I don't think we can stress how little prep is actually done. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't tell. It's basically the same level of prep as Joe Rogan, except we don't tell you the COVID vaccine is going to like make your tits fall off or something. You're welcome. Science. 
We could. We definitely could. We could. We have the same reach. Pretty much. Theoretically. I mean, we're on the we're on the same podcasting apps and services that he's on. That's true because he's only on Spotify, whereas we're everywhere. Yeah, right? Fucking Joe Rogan, elitist podcast douchebag. What a sack of shit. Go run Fear Factor again, you news radio ruining piece of crap. You know what's weird? For people that kind of know me, everyone would be like, this guy is absolutely who Joe Rogan's talking to. This guy is Joe Rogan's audience to a T. And I got to tell you, I fucking hate him. I hate him. I hated him on fucking news radio. I hate him on Fear Factor. I hate his stand-up comedy and his podcast sucks. The only time that I enjoy anything on his podcast is if it's a guest that I like. You know, like there's other people have said interesting stuff on there. The closest I get to the closest I get to listening to him talk is if there's another comedian that he goes back, like stories from the road and stuff like that. I could pretty much listen to almost any stand up talk about, you know, stories from the road and about the, the, the business of being a stand up. He's pushing it a little bit. I think about the only thing that I like is that he called out. Carlos Mencia for stealing jokes. And it's only because Carlos Mencia was somehow more annoying than him. Yeah, which is a pretty impressive bit of business, if you ask me. Especially because isn't his real name Ned, right? Like, Carlos Mencia was a full-on sham, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He's, you know, he was like Larry the Cable Guy. Like, he was playing a character. I hated it. I don't like that. No. It's not what we're about here at the Nearly Coherent Podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm especially the, the crankier I get. You know, let me tell you, can I tell you something that made me real cranky? You can. So I see a, I see this, this infographic about movies and when the movies actually take place. Okay. okay so, you know, the one that I noticed, because it was a movie that for some reason I loved. I don't think I'm alone, but I loved when I was younger was Demolition Man. Okay, yeah. Okay. Demolition Man was set in the future, all this futuristic shit. The movie was awesome. You know that movie is set in 2032? That's Mm. 10 years from now. That is. That's 10 years from now is when Demolition Man comes around. And I was thinking about how fucking old I am. And I'm like, this movie that was supposed to be like set in the future... This movie's actual timeline is going to take place before my youngest child is even in high school. Yeah. That is brutal, man. That is brutal. It's rough. It's not right. Simon Phoenix was getting his head frozen and kicked into shards of icy Wesley Snipes' head when when my daughter is going to freshman orientation at her high school. Which is actually going to be when Wesley Snipes does all the things you just said. I don't think I've actually ever seen Demolition Man, so that's you haven't rough for seen me. Demolition Man, I huh? Don't think I have. So it's not. I, I feel like I overreacted to that. It's not exactly you know in AFI's top one hundred list, but uh, uh, neither are the Fast and the Furious movies, and that's a grievous oversight. So yeah, I, I actually was going to ask you about that. There's a news development in Fast and the Furious this week that I know you, that you know about, and I'd like to ask your opinion. But I would suggest you watch Demolition Man because it is one that is easy to unwind to. Not a whole lot of thinking, if you couldn't tell by who was in the movie. Um, but you can just kind of like Fast and the Furious, you can just sit back and enjoy the the preposterous action. That's beautiful. Which I it's know beautiful you thing. enjoy. I do. I love it so much. So, hey, speaking of speaking of movies that take place in the future, you, you have you ever seen Soylent Green? That was on the list. Twenty twenty two. I know. I know. You know who I learned that from? Who? Weird Al Yankovic. Two out of two episodes this year that Weird Al's been mentioned. Let's keep it going. And what did, did? Give me a little background as to that. How did you learn this from Weird Al Yankovic? Oh, he tweeted the movie poster and said, I got bad news, everybody. Okay. Yeah, it was great. 
Yeah. Because the, the movie poster just starts with, it's the year 2022, and he tweeted it on New Year's Day. Is that, I, I mean, I can't, when did Soylent Green come out? 1973. Wow. So almost, Phil was at 49 years ago. Yeah. So movie's been out for 49 years, and you think about that. When that came out, this was like, I guess, an outlandish proposition or a warning. Maybe this was planned all along. Yeah. Maybe this was planned all along. Maybe the same people that got Cat Williams are out there, you know, turning making Soylent Green a reality. It's shocking to think that this is the future. And then you see every day, and you're like, this is the future? This is not what the fuck I thought. This is more like idiocracy than it is <laughs> like the Jetsons or, or really anything good. <laughs> yeah. You ain't wrong. So. <sighs> what? Did you say sorry? No, I said so. Because okay. I was about to change topics, and I don't have any sort of transition for you. But I have some material. George Carlin never did transitional material. We don't really need it. We just do it when it works. Okay. Perfect. You got it. So I've got some technology things to just. Oh, wait a second. Hold on a second. We had already had our transition and I just blew right past it. Let's bring it on back. Fast and the Furious. What is it? 10? 10. Yeah. Fast and the Furious 10. Has a new cast member. It does. So Jason Momoa, my dude. Okay, so I, that you answered my question already. How are you, I was going to ask you, how are you feeling about that one? Feeling so good. Honestly, here here's what I want. Here's what I want for Fast Ten. All right, I want Jason Momoa. I want more Helen Mirren. I want Michael Caine. And just because I want it, just because I feel like it, Danny DeVito. I mean, the guy can go, the guy is is a chameleon. He can absolutely go into any role. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. That's that's my, I mean, with everybody else, obviously, that's my dream cast is get all that together. Helen Mirren plays Jason Statham's mom. I want Michael Caine to play his dad, which is also what Helen Mirren and Vin Diesel want. So, fingers crossed. Um, Danny DeVito, I actually want to play another surprise brother of Dominic Toretto. Oh, man. See, and I was going to say, like, his dad or his uncle would be beautiful. I want it to be like twins. I'm, I, you know I what? Want, I want That's nobody to acknowledge idea. it. I just want everybody to be like, yo, they look exactly the same. I would love if they didn't, like, digitally de-age him at all and just dyed the sides of his hair dark. That was it. How fu- that would be awesome. Yeah. Like, no attempt to make him look younger, except for some let's, just for men. Let's just embrace the weird. We've I've, got two movies left. Let's get real strange about it. So what, 10 and 11? 11's it? 11 is the end of the Dominic Toretto saga. Really? Yep. Like, why is he ending this? Like, what else is Vin Diesel going to do, honestly? Uh, produce other movies that are spinoffs, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. He just doesn't want to be Dom Toretto anymore. Yeah, he's he's done so. Is he wor- honestly? Like, is he's he worried, worried about this so character many... overstaying its welcome? I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Eleven movies about fucking nothing, and you're like, all right, that's it. We did it. We told the story we need to tell. Like, I think stop by it. eleven, people are going to understand that family is the most important thing. Yeah, oh, wait, Maybe is it eleven movies? Because he wasn't in the third one, right? The third wasn't one wasn't in... about him, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't... He, well... So... <laughs> uh, Tokyo Drift wasn't about him, but he appears at the very end of that movie. There's also, I believe, the third one doesn't have him... Or the second one doesn't have him in it either. Um, he second. came back for the fourth. Too Fast, Too Furious doesn't have him? Yeah, the second one is Paul Walker and Tyrese. Uh, and Ava Mendez and Ludacris. That one does not have Vin Diesel. I was right. I was right. So the third one, which is actually the sixth one in the the chronology of it all, um, is 
Tokyo Drift where Vin Diesel does make an appearance again. And then he comes back for the fourth one. And then that's where he starts being a producer. And that's when they start building up to the international hijinks that really kicks off with the fifth one. And then just rockets to my heart straight away. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's hard. That's like a, 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 it's like they consulted Christopher Nolan on the timeline of these first five or six movies. And when they were like, yeah, we can't keep up with it either. Let's just do some nutty shit for the next seven movies or whatever it ends up being. Well, the whole thing was that the movies weren't doing that well because having movies about race car culture doesn't really like attract a wide audience because, you know, nobody I mean, like, there are people that give a shit. Like, my friend Zubair loves those first few movies. And he does not particularly care for the ones afterwards. And the first few movies for me are just, like, a slog. Like, I do not... I If you never make me watch the original Fast and Furious again, I'm fine. Okay. If it goes from five and includes Tokyo Drift, because Tokyo Drift is dope as hell, uh, to the end, then I'm great. Okay. Um, But, yeah, that when... At the end of Tokyo Drift, they brought back Vin Diesel, and he negotiated himself a producer credit, and then he was like, let's turn this into something that could be embraced by more people. Uh, If they didn't do that, this would not have succeeded past maybe a fourth movie. Maybe, if they were lucky. Still a lot of fucking movies. Yes. (laughs) Still a lot of movies. Well, I'm glad that he was able to uh, fulfill his creative destiny with, what is that, nine movies? Not nine movies coming on to ten and eleven. No, no, no. That he's in. He's in nine of the movies. Oh, yes, he's in, he's in nine of them. Yeah, I'm glad he was really able to explore this character. You know. Yeah, yeah. A character who, by the way, and I love Fast Nine too. Like I love every from five to the end are the best. Uh, but can we just for one second talk about how stupid it is that? For what four, five, six movies, he's talking about how family is the most important thing, and then all of a sudden, a brother we've never heard of comes back. He's like, "You're a sack of shit." Like, what? This makes no sense. Yeah, me... and then they rewrite the origin story of Dominic Toretto in this thing. I'm like, all right, whatever. Who cares? I'm very surprised that you're exploring the plot holes of the Fast and Furious universe. See, I don't consider that a plot hole. I consider that a whoopsie daisy okay and just and just like it's fine i accept it i'm not sitting here going like this doesn't make sense because dominic toretto's brother and he don't get along and they send a car to space no 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 my friend everything has to be terrestrial here and the family bonds may not be broken i don't give a shit if if, if the entire movie was just two hours of that scene where he shoots off the edge of a cliff and wraps a bridge tie thingy from a rope bridge around a Dodge Charger and then swings above an ocean while dodging missiles from a helicopter. If the movie was just that for two hours, if it was just that for that five minutes, I would have paid to see that movie 25 times. What do you think a guy like Michael Bay thinks when he watches something like this? Why doesn't anybody care about me? Is what he thinks. Yeah. You know what I bet he thinks? I bet he thinks the same thing that Kevin Smith thought when all the Seth Rogen movies started hitting. That, th- that he was just ahead of the game and that he had to come back and do something like Zack and Miriam make a porno, which then didn't make any money whatsoever because of a terrible marketing campaign. It's a fine, okay movie. But, like, it's the one that he's not saying anything new in. And he was just trying to catch up to all these people that were making million bazillion dollar movies that were basically just Kevin Smith movies that did well. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's, that is a good point. So Kevin Smith is the Michael Bay of like two dudes talking at each other. Yeah. Of like just dudes comedies. And that's, that's yeah. very true. By the way, Zach and Mary, uh, the scenes with Craig Robinson and Seth Rogen when they're working yeah. are hilarious. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that movie just top to bottom, I think. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of it, too. You know what I don't too. like? I don't like how they get together at the end. Spoilers. Uh, for a movie that came out 17 years ago or something oh, like that. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I got to tell you about a spoiler alert in a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
No, it's it's not what you think. Trust me. Uh, well, given that I have no idea what it is, I bet it's not. You're right. I didn't like that part. I actually didn't like that part either. It didn't ruin the movie for me or anything, but it's they shouldn't have gotten together. They should have just stayed, you know, fucked up friends or whatever it was. Yeah. That would have been fine with that. Yep. So the other day, I called my father on his cell phone. I had to tell him something. And I'm like, oh, what are you guys up to? And he's like, oh, we're watching this movie called Overboard. So I proceed to be like, I proceed to tell him about the movie. And he can't understand. He's like floored at the fact that I know what this movie is. Because I guess it's, you know, it's from the 80s, which is yeah. when, which we are as well. So he's like, well, what the, you know, we had five years old watching Overboard. You know, how do you, so anyway, I'm telling him about it. And, and I say to him, I'm like, she falls overboard and she loses her memory. And then she thinks she's trapped. And then she gets a memory back and she's in love with him anyway. And so she ends up with him. And he goes, oh, 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 we're watching the movie here. And I'm like, what? He's like, we're watching the movie. We didn't finish the movie yet. Why are you telling me the ending? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this movie has, this movie is 35 years old. Like, Also, I'm, it's not a particularly surprising plot development well, that's, well, that's the other for part. an 80s rom-com. This isn't like you just like shouted out the end of Shutter Island the day that just it came gonna, out. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm like, I'm not telling you that you see dead people or anything here, Pop. You're watching fucking Overboard. If you don't know what's coming, you're too stupid to watch movies. So he was furious with me that I ruined Overboard for him. Last week, last week, <laughs> he's like, you spoiled the movie for me. I'm like, mm, I think the producers and directors did a <laughs> plenty good job of spoiling that fucking movie. You should tell them that you ruined Shutter Island for me. Well, see, see the way it goes. Like, yeah, whatever. I didn't really care that much. Uh, you knew that that was coming. Yeah. That was a very different Jeff back then. You were actually trying to spoil it for other people. I didn't think, I think I was just... Uh, um, collateral. Collateral, collateral damage. damage. That was the word I was looking for. Thank you. Collateral uh, damage. Yeah, whatever. Listen, uh, the person that you were spoiling it for deserved it, so I wasn't ma- really that mad about it. So, um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't. Call back to my, my poor transitions. I want to tell you something. I got a new mouse. Ooh. Tell me more, because I'm genuinely excited. Nobody else might be, but I don't care. I'm not putting in chapters so you can skip this, you sacks of shit. No, don't Listen skip to this. every word we say. I got a new mouse, folks. I got Oh, this... is that the MX Master 3? That is exactly what it is. Folks, I want to tell you that I, I did not... We, we, didn't, we didn't discuss this beforehand. I, I, I just <laughs> held up this mouse for, in my grainy-ass webcam that I have almost... I have barely any lights on. And he he pulled that, like, zero hesitation. Right out of thin air. I'm a I'm a magic man. You know what though? I'm more. Had it been some sort of Apple product, I would not be impressed. Matter of fact, no. I'd actually be let down if you didn't know it that quickly. But this is a Logitech mouse that I actually thought you might give me a little bit of shit for having. This is an interesting bit of business because the other day, uh, my friend Melissa was texting me that she was making fun of one of her roommates for using a Logitech mouse with his Mac. And I said, I understand where you're coming from, but to be fair, if it's the MX Master 3, you're wrong and they are right. And lo and behold, they were using the MX Master 3. See? It's a very good mouse. Honestly, as much as I like the Magic Mouse, you have to flip it on its back to charge it. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I do not expect anybody besides me to ever put up with it. And I don't even put up with it now anyway. I just use trackpads all day. Better for my wristicles. I have an old Magic Mouse that I don't even think is rechargeable. My wife has a problem with the tendon in, in her uh, right hand, so she can't use that mouse. It's too flat. Like, the shape of it doesn't work for her. It's great for travel. You throw it in your bag. It takes up no space. Um, but the truth is, I don't, when I'm doing that, I don't use my, if I'm on just my laptop, I don't even really use a mouse. I just use the trackpad that's right there on the laptop. My son has a MacBook, has my old one, so I let him use the mouse with it. And this one, I needed it. I actually use this with my work computer, which is a PC. 
So that's why I went with this instead of looking at maybe getting a new Magic Mouse. But when I was looking at it, like you can connect it through Bluetooth to up to three different computers. Yes, you can. So my wife has a laptop. I have my work computer and I have my Mac. I've Bluetoothed it to all three so I can use the same mouse, which really is nice. And this thing works so, first of all, I love, it has a whole bunch of buttons. Mm -hmm. So it's fewer keystrokes. The buttons are programmable. You can use them for different things in different apps. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like in your browser, these two side buttons can be forward and back. There's this little like wing that sticks off that has a button in it. When you tap that button, it opens, it'll show you the, what is it? Task view? Yeah. Right? It'll show you that, you know? Matter of fact, you can even use it like you can use that button in combination with moving the mouse on a Mac for gesture control. It's awesome. Uh, I'm glad I'm not standing up with my standing desk right now because otherwise this would be a very uncomfortable moment for everybody. I would just feel bad for the people that don't get to see it. Yeah. Talking about wieners. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, gonna it's be, true. It's going to be the cover of this episode. just a picture of a wiener. Just kidding, folks, because Apple won't allow it. It would be the same as just having Dave on the cover. <laughs> True. Not even here. He's still getting it. Well, got to get it somewhere. Hey, that's a good point. That is a good. That's a good point. Well played, sir. So yeah, I love this mouse. It's a good. Love it's it. a good looking mouse. I Very keep on thinking about too. buying it, but then I remember that I don't have that much more desk space for that sort of thing. So okay, I keep on see. Can we can we continue talking about computer accessories for one second? Of course. All right. So a while back, I got me one of these guys. This is a mechanical keyboard, the Keychron V3. And that's every, what it's called. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's dope. Every nerd that I know loves this keyboard, and I think it's fine. But I cannot type accurately on this for shit because I don't type like a normal person. Really. Yeah, it's weird. So, like, you know how I've played trumpet for, like, nine million years? Yes. Okay, so when I type, and I didn't realize this until I had the iPad with the uh, Magic Keyboard, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I kept on jamming my pinky into the top of the Magic Keyboard because I only type with the three fingers that you use for valves on a trumpet on my right hand. I don't do all the fingers. So it's just that and then thumb for space bar. So this is at an angle where that doesn't work that great. Okay. So I need a flatter keyboard, but I just, I want to love this. I want to get this and I want to have the MX Master 3 and then I want to feel like a real dork, but this this thing lights up. Look, look at it. You can't see it. I can't see the light up, but. I, I like mechanical keyboards. Let me tell you where I don't like mechanical keyboards. When you're using one in the cubicle next to me, when I used to work in an office, that makes yeah. me want to. That makes me want to strangle you to death in your cube. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they as are obnoxiously loud when you're in a work environment. Yeah, but you know what's funny? I was looking, and I didn't find. I didn't look very hard, but I wanted to get. I wanted to replace my keyboard as well. I have this Logitech like Wave one. It's like. The semi, the semi ergonomic one. Yep. Which I I I like. It's you know it's a good keyboard. It's it's fine, but it's starting to you know wear out a little bit. And I was looking at maybe getting a new one. And I actually looked for I ha- I have to have an ergonomic keyboard. Yeah. I'm so used to it now. Um, but like this one is good because you can still like a real ergonomic keyboard. You can't use one handed. No, you can't. It's it's a pain in the ass. That's why I like this one, because it's got a, a bit of the shape to it, but you can still use it one-handed if you needed to. So I was looking for a mechanical one that mm. kind of looks like this. Nothing. Couldn't find Doesn't nothing. Doesn't exist, yeah. But I really wish that they made this as a mechanical keyboard. I'd be in love. You would be. That's a shame. I'm sorry that they don't make that for you. Uh, I'll, I'll make I'll a few phone it. calls and see what I can do. Maybe I will try a regular mechanical keyboard and see how I like it. I mean, if you want to borrow my one, you're more than welcome to. You know, I may give it a try, right? Why not? Yeah, why not? Give it a shot. It's the worst that happens. You love it. It's true. And then and then you get the new fancier one. Oh, they make a fancier one? Yeah. You know what I like. 
<laughs> Except it's it's fancier only in that it's smaller and it has a knob at the top. And I don't really understand the utility of the knob. By the way, title of my sex tape. And uh, thank you. Thank Damn you. it. <laughs> I missed that one big time. <laughs> you did. You did. I saw it fly over your head. Just like, all right, I guess I'll take it then. That's fine. I'll take the W. I was enthralled in your storytelling. That's your fault. Oh, it's true. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, no, it's it's a smaller, but it's basically the same thing as this guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's that. That's that on that keyboard. I really wish I could get into it. I really, really do. I hate when that happens. When you're like, you know, something should be perfect. Like on paper, it's perfect for you. Yeah, and you start using it, and you just can't. You know, you just can't get past it. You're like, no, nah, I just don't like this. <laughs> so now, so now I got this keyboard just sits behind me. Just ridiculous, utterly ridiculous. But anyway, maybe I'll try this again. I mean, I've got the standing desk now. I guess I gotta like start getting into the mechanical keyboards and the MX Master Three, and I don't know, shooting YouTube videos. I guess that's next. I don't know. Is that a thing? YouTube videos. I mean, like, I know it's a thing, but, like, do people still do that, or is it all yeah. TikToks now? No, people still do it. People still okay. do it and make, uh, if you're good at it, you can make some real money on it. And I, th- oh, I, I think you, like I think, I think you and I would be better at it than a lot of these people that I watch on a frequent basis. I'd like to do that. Do I have to research, like, do I have to learn anything? Because I don't, I don't no, know we how could, I feel about that. We could absolutely do it the same incredibly well-researched way we do this thing. I'm listening. Yeah, this 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 mess. I'm listening. I, I think we could do it as long as we don't have. I mean, like the biggest problem we'd have is we definitely couldn't have Dave on because you can't share his face. Let me tell you video. something that that is uh, that is not a deal breaker for me. <laughs> okay, good, <laughs> good. You know what I always thought that you and I could probably pull off like a Craig Ferguson late late show sort of deal. I thought you I thought you and I could like we could do that. I could do that, yeah. Like low that. rent, like cable access style bullshit. You and I like, could do almost like Wayne's World's show. Very similar, but a little, a little fancier. Wayne's World, but shot in four K. Right, right. That's yeah. what I said. A little fancier. Yeah, like a little more high tech than than Wayne's World. Not the movie, but rather the show within the show, or the show Correct. within the movie. I should say. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I'd, I'd I, I think you and I could do that. I, I think, I, I mean, we've done more than 200 episodes of this podcast. We could definitely start throwing, especially if we're going to do bi-weekly, we could definitely position, uh, switch to video too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're handsome people. Will it make us money? God, I hope so. When can I quit my job? I mean, legally speaking, you can quit your job whenever you want. If you want yeah. more money to be there to support your family that we'd have to work towards a little bit but like oh, you that's, know, we, that's we, we funny i thought there. you were gonna say buy stuff when you started to say support your family I was like mm, i guess <laughs> yeah. right. i was giving you i was giving you the benefit of the doubt i know that it was just about buying stuff let's yeah, it's, let's it's be about honest the buying it's definitely more about buying stuff yeah. i was talking to a friend today and we were talking about you know working and i and i will say i don't hate my job this is... I love my job. Right. This is my favorite job that I've had. Same Z's. But it's still a job. Like, we were talking about, you know, where would you work if you didn't have to work? And I was like, fucking nowhere. That's where I'd work. I'd work nowhere. Why would somebody work that doesn't have to work? It's crazy to me. You know what? Uh, I would... If I won, like, the $5,000 a week for lottery deal, I'd still keep my job, but I'd do it, like, on a part-time basis. Because the benefits are delightful. Okay. You know, health insurance, like, you you could go on your wife's health insurance. I would have to go and, like, buy my own, and no thank you. I'd rather buy my own health insurance than work, to be honest. No, nah, not if I'm going to be, do- if it's more work doing everything I would do when I'm not working anyway, might as well. Honestly, there are days where I'd rather not have health insurance and just die than, than work. <laughs> no, just risk it. Like, you know. Really roll the dice. Yeah, just roll those dice. If something goes wrong, I'm like, damn, well, it was a good run. I enjoyed my <laughs> retirement, but see ya, you know? Like, yeah. there are definitely those days. I'll say something nice about you at your funeral. It's fine. 
I will tell you this. I've given my wife these directions as well, although I don't think she'll carry it out. I hope she does because I think she knows how important it is to me. But I have also told like eight or nine other people, and I know that you know this, but I want Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi played at an obnoxious volume at my funeral. And I want everybody singing along, like hitting the Sambora high notes, off-key, preferable, because that's how I would sing it. I can't help. I can't help it, buddy. I'm sorry. You know I got them golden pipes. I, I, I hear you. I understand. You do the JBJ stuff. Let the other person at my funeral do <laughs> Samboras, because it does. It needs to be just a little bit off, but that's what I'm hoping for. That's really what I want. I also want to be turned into like uh, one of those pods that a tree grows out of. Like I don't yeah. want to be buried or, I mean, I get, you know, I guess cremated. Like they can cremate you and put your ashes in there, but I feel like that doesn't count, you know? I want that thing where they like put your body in a burlap sack with a seed in your dead hand. Then you eventually break down and turn it into a tree. That's what I'm looking for. But you want the seed like shoved into your dick, right? Just so that it grows. <laughs> Wherever. Wherever. I'm dead. Bury me upside down and let the tree grow out of my ass for all I care. <laughs> I'm out of here. Is it, we'll put it in your dick hole. It'll be the one happy willow. Oh. That's it. I, that honestly sounds so painful. Even dead, I don't know if I want that. What are you going to know? You're right. No, this is true. I like how I'm planning this now, by the way. I was going to like, say, I like you're responsible for the disposal of my body. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. That is true. But yeah, uh, it is. I would like, though, I'd like it to be some sort of fruit tree. How awesome would it be if it's a fruit tree and, you know, like somebody comes over, say, say it's, uh, you know, my son gets some of the fruit from the fruit tree and doesn't tell anybody and somebody comes over and, you know, he hands you an apple and they're like, oh, that apple's great. Guess what? It's made out of my dead father. <laughs> like, like, yes, that'd be Go. awesome. Get some apples, sell it to Martinelli. Next thing you know, your juice. I would love that. Then I'm doing sips, little sips of Jeff. I would love that. Then you could literally pour pour a little sip on the concrete for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Let's do me a favor. You don't have to make this happen. I don't think my wife has the stones to turn me into an apple tree and send me, to, send me to Martinelli. Don't don't even worry about it. I got this. All right. Come on. You know. Hey, speaking of things that died. Professional transition. I love that we never fail to call it out either. <laughs> <laughs> and we never will. This is this is why we're going to be YouTube celebrities, because we have quality bits that you know you crave. So, you know that I'm a psychopath about backups. Oh, yes. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, am, I am insane. I'm glad that you went there. I thought we were talking about another person. I'm like, oh, God, who else died? No. No, yes, no, no, no. You, uh, you are, you back up the backup, the backup. Uh, you might as well call me that ass, because I back that thing up. I was just hey, going to say, yo. you're, you are like juvenile of the tech world, backing that ass up all mm-hmm. over the place. All day, er day. So I used to have uh, one of those newer tall boy uh, time capsules, right? So I back up to that. Over the, I was off last week, I was on vacation, just you know, hanging around my house. All of a sudden, get a notification shit's not backing up and i'm like what's going on here you silly little slut my freaking time capsule died really yeah it just straight up kicked it no the network switch on the back of it wasn't working the drives were doing nothing it was just it was sitting there with the green light being like useful and i'm like no you're not you're a liar is what you are you're a damn dirty liar and nobody likes you and this is why apple stopped making you and then light off you lying sack of shit time capsule So I had to replace that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think this might be a problem because my friend's same tall boy time capsule also died. I think this is the beginning of a conspiracy. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Like the whole slowing slowing down performance and batteries crapping out on you? What do you think they're doing? I I think they're just committing suicide. I think they're just giving up. Or... 
the thermals are weird because it's a taller thing with a fan at the bottom, but it could giving be up. just, yeah. yes, they're giving up. I hear you. They're giving yeah. up. So that doesn't sit well. So what the hell no. did you do about that? Yo, I have been thinking for years that, you know what I deserve? A networked attached storage drive, like a real one, like a big boy server sort of deal. Okay. So I bought one. Like a like a Synology one? Exactly like a Synology one. Perhaps a Synology 720 Plus may hap. Really? Uh-huh. Wow, like you, you done did it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. I did it. And I did it with the help of Amazon's wonderful Amazon Prime card that offered me 18 months no interest financing. I was like, all right, well, this means this doesn't count. Let's go. <laughs> it's true. It does not yeah. count does not yeah. count all of a sudden i'm buying like two eight terabyte drives and a ssd to work as a caching thing and extra ram was like ah, who cares how much it is 18 months the drives that you bought solid states or no just regular drives okay solid solid state network drives are expensive okay like, prohibitively so even more than like reg like an eight terabyte ssd for normal use is expensive these are Shitters. So network Shitters. drive needs a specific hard drive in it. Like, a, is that like a like a WD? Uh, what is it? Red. Yeah. Right. That's their network. What's the Seagate one? Seagate is the Iron Wolf. Oh, that's right. It is. That's a cool fucking name, Iron yeah. Wolf. Yeah, it's got a picture of a wolf on it and everything. It's dope. So you bought two of those mm -hmm. two eight terabyte Iron Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. And that is in your seven. What is it? Which one did you get? The, the seven twenty. The seven twenty plus. Also threw in an extra four gigs of RAM, so it's at the alleged max of six. Even though people have gotten it up to eighteen gigs of RAM in there, but I'm not doing anything that's that crazy. And uh, you can you you can get a little a little SSD that you can pop in there that just works as a cache. So it's like a buffer. And I was like, yeah, four hundred gigs sounds good for that. Biggity bam. Thanks, 18 months. So you really are. I mean, you are set up. I am. I am. I'm just so proud of it and so pleased. And I only have 1,271 photos left to back up from my phone. That's cool. Very nice. Good for you. Yeah. So you back up. So you back up everything, all your mm -hmm. devices. What about like, what about devices? Like, do you take other people's, like, you have backups for anybody else's devices or anything like yep. that? Or is it all your own stuff? Well, right now it's all my stuff, but if okay. anybody else, uh, if I feel like it, I can back up. Like needs, needs some space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take the like 27,000 clones of my computers that I have. I'm just going to throw them on that server now and never have to worry about it again. It's going to be beautiful. Nice. And then I'm going to have like 15 terabytes of portable hard drives that I'm not going to know what the hell I'm going to do with. It's going to be so good. I mean, what can you do? What like Eventually, what can you do with them? Can't you just put everything in one place and like toss all of that shit? Oh, I'm never going to do that. I know. Th th then you might need them someday. What are you, on crack? Yeah, well, God. that's true. I say that the guy that has a stack of CD-ROMs, yes, I said it. That I don't even know what's on them. That I have to probably go and put and back up to something somewhere. Listen, it could be worse. You could have a whole bunch of old ass photos on floppy disks. Hello, that uh, still need to go places. You have a floppy disk reader. I do. Yes. That's interesting. You were not expecting that answer, were you? I was not. I. I. I, I mean, I guess they. They must still make them. They do. Yeah. Yeah. You should really get on backing up those floppy disks, considering that's a form of media that's been dead for almost two decades. Do you have any eh. zip drives? Uh, The disks, yes, not the drives themselves anymore now. But you do have a zip disk? I do, yeah. Or, I don't know what's the, on it. What was the bigger capacity? Jazz? Yeah, the jazz drive, yep. Mm -hmm. Iomega zip drives and jazz drives. I had one hooked up to my Packard Bell computer once. Oh, I had I bought one for school when I went away to college. 
was connected to my HP desktop running Windows 98 originally and then went into Windows ME because I didn't do any research on that being a bad idea. Dude, I remember I, we had gotten a gateway. We got a gateway that had Windows ME, and I'm like, this is the biggest piece of shit <laughs> ever. And I actually think we downgraded. I think we downgraded to 98 first and then went to, shit, was it Windows 2000? Yeah. Was that before XP? Like, there were two, it was ME and something else were out kind of simultaneously. 2000. It was, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, there was... ME was the home edition for it, uh, and 2000 was more of a businessy sort of deal. Yeah. And that's what we did. We had... we I downgraded it back to Windows 98, and then went to 2000. And I don't remember when XP came out, but XP was like the last one that, that the old gateway could handle. It was a good one. It was... Yeah. I mean, XP is XP just went away just a few years ago. It really stopped being the the standard. You remember when they uh, when they had Windows Vista that abortion for like two years? That thing was the fucking worst. I so here's a fun little fact, but I didn't know jack shit about computers until I started like working at Best Buy. Like I was a computer programming major. I didn't know. A, damn thing like i talked a good game i didn't know anything i knew how to use various software but i didn't know anything like i couldn't tell you ram versus hard drive what the hell that was i had no idea uh so i started at best buy in the computer department which was hilarious uh and then vista came out and people were like well what do you need to make this run well i was like there's no answer i could give you that's either going to be factual or correct so (laughs) A Mac? Have you tried the, a Mac yet? The, the only thing I can say that would be accurate is I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was an intense time. You know when I actually learned anything about computers was when I built my first computer. That's that's when I figured it out. I was like, oh, this is all just bits and bobs, easy peasy. You know, I would not say that it is easy, but if you are somewhat inclined to it, and and if you if you're just a logical person in general, you can usually work your way through most of it. Yeah. You know, there are, of course, there are, there are things that are very difficult and very advanced, but like most people that are like, I don't know anything about computers. And and it's really because you choose not to, it's not that hard. And it's literally fucking everywhere. Like there's no reason nowadays for somebody to not know anything about a computer. Yeah, you just don't try. You're not going to break it. Just click right. things. Just don't spill a soda on it. And even if you do, if you wipe it up quick enough, you'll be fine. Yeah, just don't install LimeWire. That is still AIDS <laughs> for the computer. <laughs> so what else you got for me? Undying love. I'm going to finish was, this apple juice for you. That's what quick. I was fishing for. I actually think I'm going to go get some apple juice. Mm. There is an off chance that I have apple juice juice boxes in the fridge. I do have oh, a bunch of kids so after good. all. You do. You do. It'd be real nice. Take down like six apple juice juice boxes right now. Mm. <laughs> all I will tell you, it is the worst way to drink apple juice is in a juice box. Yeah, it's not great. Although, you know what? Honestly, I'm not entirely sure that I trust juice boxes as a delivery mechanism in general anymore. Yeah. Not like I think that they're like, you know, poisoned or something, but it's just like, there's bottles. Yeah, I'm not, I don't I don't really get them. They're too fucking fragile. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter shouldn't my four year old daughter shouldn't be able to drink out of something that if she squeezes slightly, I end up with apple juice on my fucking ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> As know? she's doing backflips off your couch. Yeah, uh, which she does. I, she does she's wild. Oh, you know what? I do have something. I have something that you said that you had something. That story about soup. You had a soup story for me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. And I mean, like, on the one hand, I was like, this could happen probably wait till next time, but I don't want to wait that long, so give me. Yeah, so, as you know, I partake in some mind-altering substances from, you know. What? 
Yeah, it's, you know, mild, but, you know. Hang on, I'm clutching my pearls and going to my fainting couch. All right, I'm back. And, and he's getting the vapors, folks. And when... Yeah. And my wife has said, like, multiple times, when I get like that, she'll, like, wake up the next morning. She's like, the kitchen looks like a fucking bear went to a campsite. Like, <laughs> what, what happens at night? Right? So, anyway, a couple weeks back, we had had... Um, we had a birthday party for my daughter and, you know, some of the food was left over. And a few nights after that, I'm in an altered state and I go over, open the fridge and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yes. I got this French onion soup. I'm starving. Right. Pour about half of it into a bowl, put that bowl in the microwave, warm it up, get out a napkin, get out a spoon, set it up at the table, sit down. Take a nice big spoonful of this French onion soup and realize I just ate hot balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. It was exactly how you would expect. It tasted like hot balsamic vinaigrette. Now, here was the thing. Like, after after that happened, which made me start to gag, I, and I, I was very close to throwing up. As I am right now, just hearing about you know, it. Think about it. A big soup spoon full of hot balsamic vinaigrette. That's I what I like, I don't like cold balsamic vinaigrette, let alone hot. Like ew. I like it cold. I, I will tell you this. Do not like it hot. So I, I almost throw up, right? I obviously dump it out. And I'm standing there and I'm thinking about what decisions in my life led me to this happening. And along the way, I go... And I'm like, I'm like talking to myself. I'm going, Jeff, you didn't even have any French onion soup in the fucking fridge. What made you think that that was French onion soup? Like, where did you think that you got French onion soup from? Nobody else in the family eats it but you. I had, it was bad. It was bad. Can I tell you what my first thought was? How are you pouring that shit out? There should be cheese on top of it, you silly sack of shit. Dude, let me tell you, I was so excited for this soup. There was no stopping me. There was no stopping me. Now, you know, when I go back, I'm like, man, that was so stupid. But then again, I also was halfway through the the pear before I realized it was a fucking potato also. As I bite into it. One of my favorite stories. As I bite into it, I'm like, this is the most disgusting pear I've ever eaten. Bite, bite, bite. I'm like, oh, it's a fucking potato. Yeah. This russet doesn't taste like a pear at all. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. This is not a Bosch. This is a Yukon gold. <laughs> oh, that was worth it. Or is I'm it glad. Bosk? I think it's Bosk. Edit that Whatever. for me. Doesn't matter. It's Nobody fine. Cares. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Any, any of you pear humor critics out there, you can eat a fat one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you can eat the dick that all those COVID dicks are losing their inches and it goes on to those one that one. That's you. Yeah. 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 You bit you big dumb asshole. So yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. It's a for beautiful you, bud. tale. I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you continuously for the next two weeks, but I look forward to recording with you in two weeks. Can't wait. You're so beautiful. <laughs> We'll be